going to do some actual calculations. The manufacturing statement summarizes all of the costs for all of the goods we have completed during the time period. And I have some figures here. If you can um, look at the documentation that's on Blackboard and print this out, it will probably be easier for you to work with. Otherwise, you can just look at this. And notice across the top, I have materials, labor, overhead. For um, the next few chapters, this is what we're going to be talking about. Materials, labor, overhead. Those are the costs that go into the product. Those are our product costs, and that's what we're looking at. That's what we're going to be keeping track of. So all of this list of different expenses and costs we've had over the year are going to include materials costs, labor costs, overhead costs, and period costs. Remember what period costs are. Those are selling and general and administrative costs that are necessary for the company to run, but not for production or manufacturing. Um, so let's go through here and see what we need for the manufacturing statement. Once again, for the manufacturing statement, we need materials, labor, overhead. Um, and we're also going to be using our goods in process inventory. So to start with, advertising expense. What type of expense is that? Selling that, for, therefore it's a period cost. Depreciation expense, office equipment, not manufacturing, that is also a period cost. Depreciation expense, selling equipment, not manufacturing, so that is a period cost. Depreciation expense, factory equipment, ah, there's a good word, factory. That means it is a manufacturing cost. Um, and if it's depreciation, it's not direct materials, it's not direct labor, it has to be overhead. Next we have factory supervision. Uh, once again, good word, factory. Factory supervision is labor, but it's indirect labor, and therefore it is overhead. Factory utilities, once again, overhead. Then we have various inventories, raw materials inventory at the beginning of the year, December 31st, 2013, and raw materials inventory, December 31st, 2014, at the end of the year. Those are both part of, guess what, materials. Goods in process, beginning of the year, December 31st, 2013, and goods in process, the end of the year, December 31st, 2014. Those will be used on the manufacturing statement, as I will show you. Finished goods inventory, beginning of the year and the end of the year, shows up on the balance sheet and in the cost of goods sold, but is not part of what we're doing here, the manufacturing statement. Direct labor, well, there it is. That's our labor portion. Um, that goes on the manufacturing statement. Income tax expense. No, that's not part of manufacturing. That's general and administrative. That's going to be a period cost. 
indirect labor. Remember, we talked earlier about indirect, indirect labor, that is overhead. Miscellaneous production expense, that is overhead, and it is part of manufacturing because it has the word production in there. Office salaries expense, offices don't apply, that's a period cost. Raw materials purchases, uh, has that word materials in there, so that's part of our materials. Rent expense office, no period cost. Rent expense selling, no period cost. Rent expense factory, yeah, that's a good word for manufacturing. So that's going to be overhead. Maintenance, factory equipment. We've got factory in there, so that's an overhead cost. Sales goes on the income statement. Um, that's going to be, well, it's not a period cost because it's revenue. Not used here. Sales discounts, same thing. Um, sales salaries expense, that's a period cost, not part of what we're looking at. So when we're looking at um, sorting out different costs, materials, anything that says materials goes into direct materials. Direct labor is labor. Everything else is overhead. If it says indirect, that's a key word, that's overhead. If it says factory in any way, that's overhead. If it says manufacturing, that's overhead. If it says production, that's overhead. If it says sales or selling, if it says office, those are not, I repeat, not part of overhead. Those are period costs and we're not going to be worrying with those until you make a the financial statements for the company as a whole. But right now we're concentrating on what goes on in production in the manufacturing part of the company. So now we've marked up all these costs and let's organize them into the manufacturing statement. So um, we have the three line title, the, the company's name, what type of statement is the manufacturing statement and the time frame for the year ended December 31st, 2014. And as we go through these next chapters, you're going to see we look at materials first, and then labor, and then factory overhead, as I had across the top of the previous slides. So first we're going to do the raw materials calculation, and this uses that cost of goods sold format. We have our beginning inventory plus our purchases, which gives us our raw materials available for use. And then we subtract from that the ending materials to give us our direct materials used. Notice we have two columns. The inside column is detail. The right-hand column is our subtotals and eventually our total. Um, there's a dollar sign at the top of each column or next to the first number on each column and for the grand total at the end. We don't want to be um, cluttering up the statement with lots of dollar signs. All we need is a couple to indicate we're talking about dollars as opposed to euros or pesos. 
So we have our direct materials. Now let's move to labor. This is the easiest thing to do on this statement, direct labor. There's always one word, or we should say one number, that represents direct labor. It's given to you as direct labor. You just take that and put it in. $703,250 is our direct labor. And then everything else that we marked as overhead, factory overhead, is just listed and added together. So we have our depreciation of factory equipment. We have our factory supervision. We have our factory utilities, our indirect labor, our miscellaneous production costs, our rent on factory building, maintenance factory equipment to give us our total factory overhead costs. Once again, notice those keywords. We have the factory um, mentioned, we have production mentioned, we have indirect mentioned. Um, and once again, the only other word that could pop out that isn't listed in this list is if it says manufacturing. So we add up together all of our overhead, bring that to the right column, 341405 add that to the 755350 of materials inventory, and to the 703250 of direct labor. We have our three components, all adding up to $1,800,005. Now that's called total manufacturing costs. That is what we spent this year to manufacture our product. But that's not the bottom line of what we're looking for. What we're looking for is what we spent on the goods that we have finished. So we take the total costs and update it for our goods in process. We are presuming that we use a FIFO method of manufacturing. Everything that was left over at the end of the year, last year, is going to be the first thing we're going to finish this year. So we're going to take the goods and process at the beginning of period, which had costs assigned to them, and add those costs to our manufacturing costs. So that gives us 1818305 which we call total cost of goods in process. Um, it's just kind of a filler name. Uh, to me, it doesn't make any real common sense, but it, we have to have some title for it. So we call it that. Um, but that represents what we spent this year and what we spent last year. Now we're going to subtract out our goods in process that for the end of the year, the product that's been started but not finished. So we're going to subtract out what we've spent on what hasn't been finished, 17080 to get our cost of goods manufactured. Because remember, cost of goods manufactured represents everything we spent on our finished goods. So that is $1,801,225. And it's as simple as